0: Cue the deep dramatic voice. 32 teams, 64 matches, 12 venues, 11 cities, 1 Russia. A solid month featuring some of the best players in the world, and possibly some mediocre ones too. Clubs around the world will be looking to buy new superstars, some of whom you've never heard of before, and may well not hear from ever again. I am Jonathan Roberts, and I'm already starting to think that that last-minute England call-up isn't going to happen anytime soon. But to discuss what to look forward to for Russia 2018, and joining me here in the SPH Pleasure Dome are SD Sports Correspondents David Lee and Sazali Abdulaziz. Hello,
1: boys. Hello. Hi. Uh,
2: pleasure Dome? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all, right. all right, I guess so. Welcome
0: <laughs> to the SPH Pleasure Dome. Yeah. Uh, so, first question is, of course, are you excited for this World Cup? Do you think it could be a classic?
2: Yeah, yeah, no. I think I think there's there's been uh, quite a buzz uh, over the. I mean, you could you you can see it building, and then you know with social media, you see you know Peru, um, I think Argentina as well doing, I, I guess promo videos. You know, uh, building up to the World Cup and you know to rouse their their supporters and and you know it's really exciting.
1: Yeah, if the Champions League was anything to go by, I think we could be in for a glut of goals. You know, the knockout rounds uh, used to be very Tight affairs, but we've seen so many goals in, in, in the Champions League. So I, I hope they'll continue in the World Cup.
0: The Champions League, I, I don't recall. that I, I believe this one was the year that they didn't have a final yeah, for the Champions fan. League. Yeah, Liverpool fan. Yeah, Liverpool fan. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't believe they had a final for this year's Champions League. No, I, we, I can't remember one anyway. Yeah, you just want we, a replay? yeah. <laughs> They replay.
2: They just played the Sergio Ramos Cup. That's all. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, we all have our favourites in the World Cup. So, which of the big teams are you rooting for?
1: For me the first uh, international team that I've heard about and watched besides Singapore of course was Germany in 1990 uh, when they won the World Cup. And my first footballing hero was uh, Jurgen Klinsmann, so I will wow. have a soft spot for them. But
0: that was when Germany was still quite boring. Yeah, West Germany. Oh, West of course. Yeah, yes. that's right.
2: So for me, uh, you know, uh, I wouldn't say I'm rooting for them, but my favorites would be would be Brazil. I think uh you know, same like Germany, they're they're one of the two sort of like t- tournament teams where where they come good during the World Cup, uh, and I don't know. I just have a there's a good vibe about them uh, heading to this year's tournament. Well, interesting so, that
0: you say they come good. Last one, they didn't come good. They yeah. went bad. Yeah, they went very very bad.
2: Bad. <laughs> yeah. very bad, very bad. Yeah, yeah, in, in front of their own fans. So I mean, it'd be interesting to see. But you think
0: happens. they've made recovery. They yeah, no,
2: absolutely. I mean, y- going by qualifying and and you know, I guess the spirit within the team. You know, everything looks to be, you know, Back to perfect. Normal. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, even better than normal. So
1: it's a totally different Brazil team compared to four years ago. Yeah. Different manager, different setup, different players. They are no longer relying on just Neymar. They have two world class goalkeepers. They have a world class defensive midfielder and Casemiro. Maybe only the defense. You know, which uh, between. Thiago Silva Marquinhos and Miranda
2: maybe that's their only weakness but
0: So you think they fully recovered after the tragedy of four years ago?
2: Yeah I mean if, if you go by qualification you know they've they, they absolutely breathed through there's there's a good spirit uh, in the team it seems like uh, as they build up towards the tournament you look at the squad they, they've got you know actually two great goalkeepers in, in Edison Allison uh, they've got Decent defenders, experienced defenders, uh, strong midfield, creative attacking midfielders, and, and you know Neymar, Coutinho, and uh, you know uh, Firmino going forward. So yeah, I mean uh, there's an air of of Brazil 2002 about them, you know. So I I, I feel like you know they 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 they, they could come good Well, again.
0: as a follower of England, I can't say I'm not jealous of anyone who's even got a choice of two goalkeepers. (laughs) Now that you give me this wealth of who Brazil have, who are the other players that we should be looking forward to? Who are the stars of 2018?
1: If you want action, keep an eye out for Luis Suarez. You never know what he's going to do next. Handball on the line, biting someone, who knows? But if you're looking for goals, excitement, maybe the younger ones are like Kylian Mbappe, um, Harry Kane. And if you're looking for someone more sentimental, swan song type, look out for Andres Iniesta. Of
0: course, the other player that we should be looking at is Messi. He's going to be turning 31 during the tournament. Technically, uh, he could get another tournament out of him. He'll be 34, 35. Yeah, he can play until 50
1: and he won't win. Do you think Argentina have got a chance? Not the way they are playing now. And with the number one goalkeeper out, the defence looking shaky. Uh, Messi is the only hope they've got. They've dropped uh, Icardi, uh, the Serie A top scorer. So who knows? Uh, I've spoken to Hernan Crespo who says that he still doesn't think the Argentina team have got an identity about them. And I think that's their biggest worry.
2: This Argentina team seems to have the same problem. Some Brazil teams in the past have... Uh, which is you know they have so many attacking talents, but everywhere else on the pitch, it's it's mediocre. you know it's mediocre. Yeah. You know it's it like the, the 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 saying where you have a short blanket, you know you, you pull it up and then your your legs are exposed. You pull it down and your you know your top is exposed.
0: That is a very interesting <laughs> analogy. One that I'm sure I'm going to be using in later life. Not anytime soon though. Uh, Saz what players are you looking forward to seeing?
2: Uh, other than uh, you know what you said, you know Ronaldo, Messi, whether they can you know uh, thrive on the world stage and lead their country to glory. I mean, there's there's Salah, of course, you know with with the whole drama over his shoulder, mm. whether he's going to be fit for for the games, whether he can perform at his best because he's been unplayable uh, at times this season for. For, for that team from uh, Merseyside, I think. Right? Merseyside FC? Oh, I, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, there's also... I will destroy <laughs> <you>. <laughs> There's also uh, Spain uh, duo Saul and uh, Marco Asensio, who, who were the stars of the Euro Under 21 Championship last year. So, you know, they they were fantastic last year. So, um, you know, it would be nice to see if, if they can make the step up to, to senior international football
0: of course the World Cup is not just about the big teams it's also about the little teams the ones that could the, the underdogs the Davids to the Goliaths David which small team are you looking forward to? Yeah, That's convenient yeah
1: Yep. Um, I mean four years ago you've had uh, Costa Rica two years ago in the Euros you have Iceland I'm looking forward to a new underdog you know surprising everyone for me I'm keeping an eye out for Peru uh, being in South Africa uh, South America I apologise and uh, their players are not that well known except for maybe Jefferson Farfan Pablo, Pablo Guerrero who just came back from and of uh, course Paddington Burr yeah he's not in the squad um, yeah Guerrero just came back from uh, a reprieve of his doping ban to score twice against Saudi Arabia in a friendly I think uh, they, they they could do well to surprise uh, in a group with uh, France Australia and Denmark Saz so, who are you looking forward to?
2: well they're not exactly you know Small teams, but uh, I've got two from from Europe that that uh, you know could, could surprise uh, a couple of people. Uh first of all, Serbia, because uh, you know basically they are spearheaded by the new Alan Shearer, Alexander Mitrovic. Uh you know they 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 were <laughs> good God <laughs> uh, under do, twenty. Do, does
0: that mean he plays for Newcastle?
2: Absolutely. Well, on on loan at Fulham for second half of the season, but he'll be back. He'll be back.
0: So he's better then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, anyway. You know, they, they've got uh, a bunch of good young players uh, they've got a good balance uh, you know in defense midfield uh, good experience and, and uh you know like I said they were under 20 World Cup winners in in 2015 so it'll be interesting to see um, how they fare um, also the other team uh, is uh, Poland basically because they've got you know uh, you know two creative midfielders in Zelinski and uh, and uh, Linetti and you know milik and and Lewandowski they have To you know, actually world-class forwards. So maybe as a team, uh, you know, they're not blessed with with a wealth of talent, but they've got, you know, a handful of players who, 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 you know, do something special.
0: How do you think Iceland's going to do?
2: So they're in the so-called
1: group of death against uh, Argentina, Croatia and Nigeria. All four of them, I think, have a reasonable chance of progressing. Iceland, this is their first World Cup, but in qualifying, they've already beaten Croatia. The first game will be against Argentina I think they will rely on that teamwork again uh, like we've seen in euros to surprise um, whether they'll get far i'm I'm not too optimistic i th- I think just once and and people know what the game is basically
0: well you talk about not being too optimistic just for tradition's sake what do you think England's chances are
2: I actually think they they can uh, pick Belgium to to win the group uh, and but you know that that would mean they they would uh, face uh, possibly face Brazil, you know, in the quarterfinals. So you,
0: you think they could get out of the group stages? Do you think they get past the round of sixteen?
2: Yeah, I do because they, I mean, you're looking at the groups uh, possibly Poland or Colombia uh, as um, as runners-up opponents for, for in the last sixteen. Uh, so I, I think yeah, they they can possibly squeeze through. also. but then in the quarterfinals we'll probably get Brazil. And like I said, you know, shades of 2002.
0: I have to say, if you think they're going to get that far, there are a few people who want to sell you some magic beans around no, about exactly, now. Exa- no,
2: exactly. And you would buy them. Exactly. I would. I love beans of all varieties. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but really, I mean, um, yeah, I mean Obviously there's there's The history of England Underperforming at the World Cup But I, I
0: don't know Underperforming is an understatement yeah, exactly. The last World Cup I don't even know why They bothered
1: to get on the plane <laughs> But this is essentially A, a new England team uh, They are the big unknowns I believe If I'm not wrong None of them have ever won A World Cup game But They have young players They could be fearless The most important thing, I feel, is to get past that first game. Tunisia, no pushovers. Panama, possibly. And then you've got Belgium. Uh, and you go through go through the group stage, you meet the other group, which has uh, Poland, Senegal, Colombia, and Japan. So either of these four teams are beatable. And of course, if you get through to the quarterfinals, you could meet Brazil 2002 all over again. I don't think they will win the World Cup, but quarterfinals... It's a realistic... Yeah,
2: I think a quarter-final knockout, you know, it's a, it's a promising <laughs> prediction <laughs> for England.
0: Progress, <laughs> progress. Okay, what's your ideal lineup for the final?
1: Iceland-Panama. No, I'm kidding. I mean, <laughs> that the is I, I, I do, right? But <laughs> it, it's not going to happen. Uh, France-Belgium, maybe. Really? Yeah, I, I like to see history happening. Uh, so, a new winner, why not?
2: Uh, for me, again, I've mentioned it a number of times. I, I don't know why... You know, a a, a repeat of the 2002 final Germany and uh, Brazil and uh, Brazil to win
1: Magic beans
0: (laughs) (laughs) Of course the other reason that we have David here is that he is going to be our man in Russia That's right You're heading over to Russia uh, just a few days before the World Cup and
1: what are you looking forward to? Looking forward to of course a football fiesta but other than that the mingling with fans from different nationalities um, experiencing russia for the first time a lot of bad press you know on the net so i'm just looking forward to find out for myself what it's really like so you're not worried no not at all
0: okay how prepared are you
1: um yeah i've been following um, the football for for the past few months of course you've been following the football i mean
0: how prepared are you to go to russia have you been learning any russian
1: uh, Russian? No, not really.
0: That's good that you say that because I've picked out a few phrases thanks to Google Translate. Are they legal? Oh, they are very legal. But these are phrases that you may well need to know going around Russia. So I'll just play them to you and then you tell me what you think the
1: translation is. Okay, so, let's go. Number one. RFID. RFID. Is that a player from Nigeria or something? Erifidi. Re, ref, I'm
0: going to retranslate it in my best Jennifer Lawrence Red Sparrow outrageous Russian accent. Okay. Referee. Referee. <laughs> it's referee.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: You'll need to shout
1: that from the stadium. Referee. 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 And, and <laughs> you got to give me some adjectives to go okay. along with. Okay.
2: Ready? David.
1: I hear my name, so. My name is
2: David. Is
0: that's David. right. Hello, my name is David. There you go. And then you can follow it up with.
1: Yeshu Haroshe Vreemia.
0: What? I am looking for a good time.
1: I need that. Well, <laughs> Can't do that again.
0: You can also, when it comes to the end, you can also ask.
2: Singapore. You know
1: the to Singapore? Which night they are all good in Singapore?
0: No, do you know the way to Singapore? Oh, don't, don't scare me, John. <laughs> Aside from the various match reports and missives that David will be sending back from Russia for the Straits Times, he will also be sending back some audio letters. You can catch those in the other podcasts that we'll be broadcasting over the World Cup period. David, what matches are you actually covering?
1: Okay, first of all, there's the opener, of course. Of Uh, course. Russia against Saudi Arabia. Um, Statistically, the two worst-ranked teams. Followed up by, on the next day, possibly the best matchup in the group stage, Portugal against Spain. And then uh, there are other games involving Argentina, Germany, and Brazil.
0: You can read David's match reports at straitstimes.com. Of course, you can also buy in the paper as well. And straitstimes.com is where you can find more podcasts on various topics. And depending on where you are listening to this particular podcast right now, don't forget we are also on iTunes, YouTube and SoundCloud. And do listen in throughout the World Cup for our other World Cup podcasts. Until then, spasiba dos and goodbye.